What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. That's right, guy. And MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. And it's brought to you by SeatGeek. Download the SeatGeek app and use the promo code HAM for $10 off your first purchase. Also, BoxOfAwesome.com, promo code HAM. Now to the segment. Given the Steelers situation with Roethlisberger... 3-0 and is sitting on a platter for the 49ers to go take. Does this feel like a game that we didn't necessarily put pressure on it for them, and then once they're 2-0, and you're like, ah, oh, okay, now you got some house money, you're on the road. But it just feels like a golden opportunity that if you don't take advantage of it, you might regret later in the season. Well, to me, I, I just ask the question, who's got more pressure on them, Kyle Shanahan or Jimmy Garoppolo? And I think you kind of noticed through the first two weeks, like this is kind of Kyle's show, right? I mean, his just ability to run these crazy plays when no one knows what's coming and get these defenses off balance and just texting around people in the league, just watching the Steelers. Like this, I talked to a buddy yesterday in the league, and when you think of the Steelers over the Tomlin, like the, the latter years of Cower in the 2000s, and then that Tomlin kind of run the first three or four years, you think defense, right? Paul Amalu, Harrison, uh, Woodley, uh, Joey Porter at the end of his career, Ike Taylor, Ryan Clark. like th- th- Them and Baltimore were basically the uh, the opening act for the Niners-Steelers. Like, it was a war zone. You're just like, I'm kind of uncomfortable watching these games. <laughs> like in 07, 08, 09, 10. Then it flipped. And I, I think the, the good comparison for them was like the OKC Thunder. They just became this lights-out offensive team. Remember, like, when Antonio took off. But it wasn't just – people forget. Like, when they had Anto- – they still had guys like Mike Wallace, Emmanuel Sanders, then Le'Veon came. Like, they had dude dudes. And Rashad Mendenhall, people forget it. When I first got in the league, that guy was fucking sweet. Yeah. I mean, then Roethlisberger, they started just nailing all these offensive picks. And it was just, like, the sweetest offensive guys in the league. They're like, oh, we don't need Mike Wallace. I'll oh, see Emmanuel Sanders. It was like, damn, they're just letting guys go left and right. And they're just and then they'd be like A B and they'd be like, Oh, we got Juju Smith. <laughs> he was kicking ass. 
they're not really like that right now, guy. Juju's their number one guy. And I'm a Juju homer, but I don't know if Juju's quite a number one. You know, and they're, they're depending on like Deontay Thompson and uh, James Washington. I think this is kind of a Kyle game still because Jimmy's still kind of figuring out who he is. I, I lose touch of this, and I think everyone does when people are like, do we know enough about Jimmy? He started 12 fucking games in his career. You know, 12. Think how many games, for example, like Dak and Jared Goff have started. Dak started every game for three, three years and two games. So you do the math. I mean, 16 times three is 48. You know, mm-hmm. you're just talking a lot. You're just dramatically more games. So, I, I, for me, pressure on Jimmy, there is any time you have a quarterback, there's pressure on him. But this is kind of, there is, I'll tell you this guy, I feel a little buzz in the air. Bzzz. Just people talk. I'm getting texts about the Niners. See some people at the gym. They're like, oh, what do you think? You know, just people are kind of, they're not all in no, yet or anything. They're, they're just kind of feeling the it. You go 3-0, and guy, you go 3-0. and yeah. Well, I mean, you start doing the math then on, or are you going to be a nine-win team? Well, if you're 3-0, and that means you're under 500 yeah. the rest of the year, you're, you're nine wins. Yeah, you can go 6-7 and seven and go 9-7. and seven. That means if you're 9-7, and seven, you're in the playoff mix early December, right? And you would say, well, fuck, they're already, if they're 3-0, and why couldn't they go 7-6 and six and be 10-6, and six, right? But here's the yeah. Well, by the way, too, have you noticed, like, remember the whole, the, like. The, the, the curveball on this, though, is. They got four games with two pretty good teams in the Rams and the and the Seattle. True, but well, that wouldn't you say that's sweet? Well, that's because part of the you deal. win this game, it makes those games even ten times more important. Um, so two things: one to answer your question. So I go, Kyle. No I'm with you, Kyle. Because and here's why I'm with you: because and somebody hit us up on Instagram. Brian Maxwell DM'd DM'd us on Instagram and said, "Hey, guy, you keep saying you know you keep watching Jimmy going. How many throws is he making above replacement?" level throws I love this is I'm going full all in on this throws above replacement and he's like well how many guys do it's a fair point right he's like other than uh Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes how many guys are just making a ton of throws above replacement like over time it's just making the right throws the right reads that's what separates you that's Montana that's Brady and I agree with that to a point but if you're doing that you know over the course of five six seven years okay now we're Alex Smith, like, okay, you can you can win with that. That's fine. But, uh, you know, I think our expectations, at least initially, are a little bit higher for Jimmy Garoppolo. So if that's what he is, that's what he is. That's fine. But I go back to it's not just they didn't make any throws above replacement. It's that he had the false start and the interception. We can't forget that that happened. And, again, I like him. I believe in him. I think he's going to be good. But that's just a follow-up. Thank you, Brian, for the DM. Now, the reason I think it's Kyle in this game is because of everything you said offensively for the Steelers. Like, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo has to take a bunch. He doesn't have to make throws above replacement this week for the 49ers to win the football game. He doesn't, I don't think he's going to have to. He's well, got to make the, the right other- plays, not make any mistakes. That's going to be enough to win. Because, by the way, oh. have you noticed last year, you remember the other story last year with the Steelers, John? It wasn't just A.B. It was Le'Veon Belkin, stay home, because we got James Conner. Well, James Conner's running for two and a half yards per carry right now. Yeah, and he's banged up. He's banged up, and they don't have a pass game. So no, I, don't make mistakes he, this week. Well, he, and here's also why it's on Kyle. They're on their fourth string offensive tackle, who's starting at left tackle. So like Jimmy can't really control that guy blocking or not, right. but Kyle can manipulate that situation, bringing an extra tackle to block with them, move Kittle over there a lot. 
I watched the Tomlin press conference yesterday from like a couple days ago, and it's just <laughs> there aren't many like him. He's pretty special, but he did go through the Niners and what they bring to the table, and you can tell like this week, and we've talked about this earlier in the week when. Jason Garrett and Kellen Moore and fucking Rod Marinelli, whoever the hell is on that coaching staff, is addressing the team. They're trying to keep everyone motivated. Like, guys, we got to take these guys seriously, you know? And everyone's like, oh, my God. Where it's just like, I do think Mike Tomlin, can, it's pretty easy for him. Like, these guys got good players. They're 2-0. and We fuck around. We'll get beat. Right? It's like, they're the better team than us right now. But- we got to win. You know? Well, they're zero two. They got every reason. They need this game. Well, that's, that, that's what's scary to me. Like, when's the last time... The Niners have been such a big favorite so early in the season against a team that you say on paper is not shitty. You know, are they, depending on how good Mason Rudolph is, they're probably still a 6-7 win team. You know, that's with their backup quarter. Hell, I mean, they're probably, to me, right around 500. Uh, assuming if Ben had played, worst case. Like, they, they were not going to, no chance they go. If Ben stays healthy all year, they're not they're not winning five games. Like, that's, that's like shit the Raiders do, not the Steelers. With Mason, though, I don't know. And you can't. Your home opener, you're a touchdown favorite pretty much. I think it's maybe six and a half. They're coming in with the backup quarterback making his first ever start at home when you've kind of been rolling. you got to win this game. But they're you desperate. You just do. To your they're point. They're desperate. They... But that's that's where I wouldn't necessarily bet on the Niners like cover. But a good team wins this game. A playoff team wins this game. A playoff team takes advantage kicks Mason Rudolph's ass. Now, a playoff team, because you're with this backup tackle, he might get his ass kicked too. But you find a way to win. Whether that's rushing the shit out of the ball uh, I know that was the other thing Tomlin said. He's like, listen, we've been Cincinnati's not an easy place to play. I know. Like, we've been playing there for 12 years since I've been the coach. And he's like, to watch them go in there and just kick the shit out of them? That's the other thing in the NFL. Like, Cincinnati is not the Dolphins. They're not tanking. They have these guys named Geno Atkins, Dunlap. Like, they got some decent players on defense. And the Niners ran the ball down their throat. And a lot of that is the scheme and just Kyle's ability to call plays and keep you off balance. It's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a little more difficult. But you go, the Steelers' defense statistically hasn't been very good. But you look at their players, T.J. Watt is better than J.J. Watt right now. Uh, Tewitt, who just dominated Seattle. They drafted Devin Bush, 10th overall, traded up to get him. He's a stud. Who they just trade for? Minka Fitzpatrick. I, I just named four guys that are four players that are starting on any team in the league. So they do four of their 11 starters on defense can make just all of a sudden a pick six or a fumble six. Like they can just do big time shit. And that's where I think it's easy for Kyle to go like, this isn't your typical 0-2 team. Now, just regardless, when you play the Steelers, their record is irrelevant, right? It doesn't even come up. (laughs) Yeah. They do have a bunch of guys that if you had said their name when the year they were drafted, like they got Tyson Alualu. They got Mark Barron. They got Bud Dupree. They got Joe Hayden. Damn. Well, Joe, Joe Hayden's a good example of he's like a Josh Norman type where he can't run, but he, he different than Josh who doesn't try. Joe Hayden tries. He can't run, guy. I mean, he's like a four six five guy. That's I'm not the biggest Marquise Goodwin fan, but you should take some deep shots with Marquise Goodwin against Joe Hayden. Well, if you're not going like to do that, that, that now, what, what are you – well, I think Kyle, uh, if, if they if they didn't, he might say, well, we're just scared to have Jimmy seven-step drops with our left tackle, can't block. Well, I'd be like, leave Kittle and then help him out. Trent Taylor went to IR, John, Friday, just now. <laughs> I had no – if you put a gun to my head and said, what team's Tyson Alu-Walu on, I would have said out of the league. 
He's on the Steelers. That's pretty nuts. Hmm. But just because you heard I said just because you said you were making the point, like they're going to have to put somebody on IR, the Niners, to make room for tackle Sam Young. So Trent Taylor on IR. They signed Sam Young? Uh-huh. That's not good for Trent Taylor. No. The Trent Taylor hype might need to pump the brakes. He's in the right place. Just. I mean, do you, do you like the Niners this week? I do. I mean, again, I like I like Jimmy. He just cannot make mistakes. Just don't – doesn't have to make – if he doesn't throw any critical picks and doesn't also – just makes all the, the replacement level throws, maybe that's probably not being totally fair to him. He's a little above, but I just use it to make a point. Like, then they're fine. They win and things are good. Well, well think how big this game is. You win this game. You get a buy the hype going into that Monday night football game because then the Niners you're like, well, you're playing the Browns who could potentially be real, and you're playing to go four and zero. Because you, if you go four and zero, do you agree then it's a major letdown if you miss the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. The problem. A- the problem is, is that I we just it's not like their four first four weeks they played anybody that I I don't know what the Tampa uh, we'll get to them Cincy okay. No, I know, but, I, but but just just do the math. Yeah, no, I know. I know. That, I'm just saying, like you got 12 the, games left. It would be purely an eight. exercise. It would be purely an exercise in math. I'd still be watching it, going, are they supposed to be a playoff team? I, I don't know that I'd be sure, even if they're four and zero. You know what I'm saying? I I don't disagree with you, yeah. but that doesn't change the fact that they would have to start losing a lot, and it'd be pretty devastating. It would be, but I just they, they would still play Seattle twice, the Rams twice, the Packers, the Ravens, the Saints, the Falcons. I mean, it's like the the Panthers. Say what you want. Oh yeah, because they play the NFC South and the AFC North. They got to play. Where is the Lamar Jackson game? It's there, and then they go, that's after they play the Packers, and then they go to New Orleans the next week, and then they come back to play the Falcons and the Rams, and then go to Seattle. So they what? need to bank all these wins now. What week is the Saints game? 14. What, what? Oh, so Drew Brees, in theory, if he's not, if he comes back, would be back yeah, for that game. Let me just read you week 12, Green Bay. Week 13 at Baltimore. Week 14 at New Orleans. Week 15, Atlanta here. Week 16, the Rams here. Week 17 at Seattle. So you'd say their ending schedule is pretty legit. Well, they might not be favored in any of those games. Well, I mean, if they're a win, if they're like an eight and three team or something, okay, yeah, then they'll be favored at home against Green Bay, maybe. Well, I mean, Green Bay might be eight and three too. Well, so which, <laughs> right now, which of those games are they favored in? On the road you at Baltimore, favor- you, if you're a winning team, you get favored at home. You're you're not an underdog. Okay, so against Green Bay, against Atlanta, and against, okay, against Atlanta, but not against the Rams. Yeah, I just don't know if Atlanta's good or not. We're going mean, to find out. They'll weeks. play the Rams in, in, a, in three weeks, so we'll find out. But So they, they play Seattle basically twice the last two months of the season? When's the first Seattle game? November 11th and then December 29th. So it's I, li- I like that. But yeah, when, when's, the, when's the second Rams game in December? Second to last game. So we get Seattle and L.A. two of the last two, the last two games? Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty sweet. Those games could be really fucking important. Their last that's six that's games what, are off the charts. Could be all playoff games. That's what that's what I said. That's what we said from the beginning. All the chips are on the table for Kyle. Time to and he's get off to a good start. It's just time to keep the pedal down. Because all I know is McVay makes the playoffs. Andy makes the playoffs. Peyton makes the playoffs. Pete Carroll. You want Nagy makes playoffs. You want to be a good coach. Make the playoffs. Well, they, they, everyone's playing these schedules, guy. I'm with you, but hey. You want to you want to beat Aaron Rodgers? You want to beat the Lamar Jackson? You want to beat Drew Brees? You want to beat Matty Ice? You want to beat Goff? You want to beat you, uh, Russell Wilson? Throws above replacement because they're all making throws above replacement. 
Well, th- that's what I always go back to. You can only scheme so much that at the end of the day, most games in these fourth quarters, you can give me all Brady all you want. He's a dump down. He just dumps down. He just dumps down. I've watched Brady for 20 fucking years in fourth quarters of tie games. Absolutely put knives through guys' throats. I've watched Rodgers do it forever. You watch Peyton Manning. I'm talking a tie game fourth quarter on the road. So, yeah, it's just dumped down. Well, can Jimmy in the fourth quarter? And we don't know. And, and you know what? More than likely he'll do it, and then he'll have, he won't do it. Like, it's, it's a learning you're process. You're right. No, you're right. You know, because I bet Brady, if you went back and broke down the game, he had a couple games where maybe he threw a pick, you know, when he was young in a tight spot. But I know this. For the last 10 years when he's become legendary status, you never, ever, ever feel he's not going to get it done. And 90% of the time, he gets it done. I'm talking in the third and seven in the fourth quarter with five minutes left and you're at the 50-yard line. Are you going to punt? Or are you going to nail Gronkowski over the middle where there's a guy draped all over him? Can Is Jimmy going to nail? And it's harder. Like, well, who's on the field? Uh, Debo and Kittle and who else? <laughs> guy, 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 they hate Pettis. They do not like Dante Pettis right now. They don't. So that, that's, that's somewhat of a problem just because of what they... It'd be one thing if Dante Pettis had been a six-round pick and it'd kind of like... You know, they think this guy's going to be... They use that pick in the second round. That, to me, is kind of devastating. That that missed pick. Like, to me, that has bigger consequences if he's just a bust and they hate him than Solomon Thomas because they're so equipped defensive line-wise. Like, they, they would die for just Dante Pettis to be solid, right? Just to be functional, and he's not. And clearly, Marquise Goodwin is not the most trustable player in a big spot. So, yeah, you just start targeting yourself. Like, uh, but I would say this. I have so much respect for Seattle, and I would – the Niners, clearly, if you had to rank them, have to be the third because those other two teams have just earned the respect, the resume, especially Seattle. Like, you couldn't – you can't right now with a straight face rank the Niners above either one of those two teams. But when you dive in, both those two teams, they're not like Dallas or New England or Kansas City. Like, they do have legit flaws, Look at Seattle. Like he is throwing over and over to DK Metcalf. Like they are depending heavily yeah. on DK Metcalf, right? And you know who's they got two legit players on defense, and then they got all these random safeties and corners that are getting smoked. So they are the Rams are a good example. Like Todd Gurley is no longer Todd Gurley. Like these are facts. Now they've earned the right to be like, well, they'll figure it out, right? And they they have. Like I trust McVay. I clearly trust Pete. Maybe we'll get to the point where Kyle takes him down this year for the first time and wins the division. You go, well, then Kyle moving forward. I trust Kyle, right? You got to do it. Like, are, right now, do you feel confident that the Niners are going to be able to, like, outlast those two squads? No, because those, I, even if talent's equal, you still just give, like you said, those two quarterbacks and those two coaches. Who would, edge. right now, do you feel more confident that's going to win the division? Seattle or L.A.? Uh... Probably I feel LA. like Seattle. LA. See, I kind of lean Seattle in the fact that they match up pretty good against LA because they're kind of physical. Remember last year they had two barn burners. And again, I I like LA. I've come around. Maybe they're not as bad as I thought they would be. Not that I thought they were going to be bad, but I thought they'd be eight and eight. Now I'm starting to think, uh, I don't know if they're going to be eight and eight because they were able to win games without Todd Gurley. But we have to acknowledge, acknowledge Todd Gurley not being Todd Gurley is a big issue against sweet teams. Because he was a game changer for right. them. And McVay can say whatever he wants. Like, Sean, you give it to him seven times a game. Like, you, you, you put him on ice. 
Like, you're acknowledging that he's not the same guy. Because I used to watch you when you guys were humming and clearly, like, are, is this the best team in the league? You were go, throwing him or handing him off the ball, I felt like, every other play. And it was like, fuck, this Todd Gurley guy, Jesus Christ, this guy's unstoppable. And it's just, that's not the case anymore. Like, oh, there's Malcolm Brown. Yeah. But this is why, I don't blame you know, him. look, but McVay gets talked about like a genius because part of his deal is he can work around. Well, that's why I'm saying no excuses for Kyle because McVay doesn't make any excuses about Todd Gurley. Yeah. He keeps lying to everyone, telling everyone he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I respect right. that. That's right. Uh, I, I, there's no coach probably in sports history that I came around on faster. Not that I was even out on McVay, but you just bet a oh, 31-year-old guy. And then he, after the first year, you're like, oh, this is you know, flash in the pan to like, is this, this guy's an all-time great. I don't see how at this point you could argue any other case that this guy's just on this trajectory to be in like a Pat Riley or something, right? Right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.